Hey everyone, we've got Denise Taylor on episode 22 of Pivot. I want you to stay tuned. Hey everyone, you're listening to Pivot, the podcast for women who've made intentional and unexpected changes in their life and are still winning. I'm your host, Malika Turner, and I'm so glad to be with you today to give you some great information on pivoting, some strategies that I know will help you to grow and to take you further than where you are. I want to encourage you to go to www.letstalkpivot.com and catch all the episodes that we've had thus far. And also, I want to encourage you to follow us, follow Pivot on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. The thing about Apple Podcasts that's important is that you go to Apple Podcasts and review, 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 and subscribe. That is going to help the podcast greatly. So I would really encourage you to do so. I also want to encourage you to check out our Instagram page at Let's Talk Pivot. And I'm excited about that because on the Instagram page, we try to provide you with quotes from our guests, quotes that I think will resonate with you and will help help you kind of chew on something as you go throughout the week. Today, I'm excited because I have Denise Taylor, Mrs. Denise Taylor, who is the owner of Kindness Counts Learning Center. Um, And she is here to share with you Her pivots, I'm going to put an S on that because she might give you a few pivots, (laughs) um, stories that that she wants to share. But it's not just about sharing stories. I've known Denise for over 10 years, and I know that she has information that's really going to be relative to where you are. There's going to be something you're going to be able to take from her. And I want you to encourage your friends and your family to hear real raw information that is going to let's 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 just let's just say infiltrate wherever you are this information is going to come in and take over and really catapult you to the next level in your life so i want to want you to just sit back okay i want you to get your pen and paper or press record whatever you're doing but i want you to just hear from Denise Taylor, who is going to share with you information that I know is going to help you to live. So Denise, welcome to Pivot Let's Talk. Thank you. Thank you, sis. I'm excited. (laughs) I'm excited. I feel like I need to put on a um, voice, but I'm excited to share. This is my first time doing something like this, so I'm ready to dive in. Excellent. Excellent. So I want you to to share with the Pivot family, you know, just a little bit about you. You know, who who is who is Denise Taylor? Um, what do you want the people to know about you before we delve delve in a little deeper? Okay. Well, um, Denise Taylor is a mom of three boys. Um, we have a little acronym for them: MLK. Um, So um, I'm a wife, wife of Dr. Marcellus um, C. Taylor. Can't forget that C. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I am uh, the owner, like you said, of Kindness Counts Learning Center. We've been around for um, 
five years, but I also serve um, as leadership under my husband with Vertex City Church. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't really like a lot of titles, but... <laughs> <laughs> but you do a lot. Uh, the first lady, I don't know, uh, but I do serve um, as leadership and I um, play a vital role um, in the children's ministry as well as um, praise and worship. So, Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And so, you know, when you think about that, it's like, who is Denise Taylor? There's so much to you. You, you are raising MLK, which is like synonymous right. with greatness right? Game-changing, yeah. life-changing children. Um, you are a praise and worship leader. You are working a vital role in the in ministry, um, changing lives in that way. And I think that it's really important for the family, the Pivot family, to, to really have a sense of your story, right? So, at Pivot, we talk a lot about, we, we talk to uh, women about intentional pivots, right? We talk mm-hmm. about unexpected things that have happened that, that have really changed lives. And so I want you to just share with us, um, and, and you may have, you know, we talk here professional, lately we've been talking about professional, but I want you to talk professional, personal, but talk a little bit about some pivots that have been significant for you, significant changes, had a significant impact on your life. I also want to share too that we're starting this whole conversation about how the Black community, Black and Brown community can pivot. So we're going to talk a little later about strategies that we want to share with the Black and Brown community and about how they can pivot, right? We are Mm -hmm. in the middle of a pandemic, we see that folks have had to make a change quick. Like if you want to survive, if you want to thrive, if you want to continue, or if you want to start, you need to move, right? Mm-hmm. So be thinking about all of those things. But let's go back to you. Let's talk a little bit about the pivots that you've experienced that have been significant and really impacted where you are today. Sure. Um, so if, if I could go back to an early start pivot, and I would say um, it began in high school. Um, there was a lady by the name of Pam, Pamela uh, Robinson, and um, she introduced the whole idea of college. Um, my, my mother has an associate's degree, um, and, and that's as far as she went, but, um, you know, Sister Pam, because I went to a Christian school, she sold us on the whole idea of uh, four-year college, Okay. Um, which I did not start off with. I actually, uh, because I graduated young, I was uh, 16 years old, um, I started off with community college, and okay. so I uh, attained my associate's um, in criminal justice first, administration of criminal justice, and so... Um, that was kind of the beginning of my pivot uh, because, you know, she really, I wanted that for your college. So my mom, she said, you know, you have go for your associates first. I want you to be home. And let me tell you, two years and I was out. I said, <laughs> you were done. It's time to move there. on. <laughs> exactly. Now I'm ready to experience this four uh, year, um, you know, bachelor degree college experience. So I did my two years, I think I graduated with a 3.89. So I did exceptionally well. And I hauled up uh, <laughs> the turnpike to IUP, right. uh, which, you know, was the start of another um, huge pivot um, mm-hmm. in my life. And 
that's where I developed as a, a woman, um, a believer, um, you know, I pursued, of, co- of course, all of my educational endeavors. Um, and then I, I even pivot there because my undergrad is in criminology, but I pivot to uh, business. So I have an MBA. Okay. Um, so, you know, I had finished that program at 20 and I used to want to be a lawyer and a judge. And I was like, you know what? That's not really my passion. Like Mm. um, I've worked in childcare since the age of 12, since going to um, Evelyn Grace um, Christian Academy, I started off volunteering at my church daycare center and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it so much. And I knew like that was my passion. That was my purpose. So even going into the MBA, I knew that I wanted to one day own and operate um, my own learning center. Mm-hmm. So, and that came with a lot of struggles. Like I always explain it like when people say, oh, how did you do that criminology uh, to business? It was like learning a new language. It was like someone, you know, put a blindfold on me from the U.S. and took me over to France and then just spoke French to me. Right. <laughs> With not an ounce of English. It, it was um, it was very different. It challenged me in ways, but I was excited to retain the information. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's how I even um, made it through because it, I wanted to be um, informed of that um, subject. So... Yeah, you said something. I like that. You said a, a lot of good stuff there, but there was something that I want to bring to to our to your attention and kind of expound on that. You said mm-hmm. I was excited to retain the information. I never really heard that yet as we're talking about folks who have pivoted and who have just made that turn. They've made a a, a bit of a change there that um that that kind of changed the course of their life that they had to learn something new. So challenging, yes. Um from criminology to business is that that's sort of the change, but you were excited about retaining that information. And a lot of times we go through a change or we have to learn something new and you can always tell if it's something you're enjoying. Like it's, it's like, it's challenging. It's new. It's like a foreign language. Right. But Mm -hmm. I want to learn. Yeah. And that to me is, um, part of the whole idea of like, to me, it connected up with what was already in you as far as Mm -hmm. being around business, business minded people, entrepreneurs. Um, But that information somehow connected up with you. And it was like, this is, I like it. I like it. And not even knowing you were going to need it years down the line, but it was like, it fit. Yeah. It fit. So. Prior to kindness counts, though, you were you were working the nine to five. Yeah. Right. So yes. <laughs> let's talk and about then, that pivot. <laughs> right. So when I graduated, like like any graduate, I mean, I was just applying for all sorts of jobs. And now hindsight 2020, I mean, looking back at, you know, 22 year old Denise or sometimes 23, 23 year old Denise with the MBA. I was applying for jobs. I was not qualified for. <laughs> I mean, I should have been applying for entry level, but I was just so excited um, 
because I just wanted to get out there in the business um, field. I just, I just wanted to do, um, you know, I didn't kind of, I didn't have the learning center at the forefront of my mind at this point. I just seen, I want to be, you know, um, I, I want to be a businesswoman. I want to, you know, work in corporate America. Right. Uh, I've seen that as, as a goal. And so, um, I see my way in as sales and I actually landed a sales job, um, with Sprint. And it was during a difficult time because um, at the time they were like building out their towers and the service wasn't so great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. You know, I had a really difficult time um, selling. And so this, this all has meaning while I'm sharing this. And that's because um, I had a, a influx in sales where I, I did really good. I was getting all kinds of commissions and bonuses and then it kind of went down. Um, and I just wasn't hitting those numbers. And I got fired. <laughs> I got fired, and um, it was sad. <laughs> okay. it, was, it was so sad. <laughs> I'm laughing now, but I was eight months pregnant, you know, with my firstborn, and I was really scared. Um, but I remember saying, you know what? That, that This is not for me, babe. Like, I, I, I said, you know what? After I have Charlie, I'm not going back to work for anybody else. Like, I'm going to start my early learning center. And not many people um, know this, but I tried um, at first. As soon, as soon after having Charlie, um, I tried to do an after-school program, but he came right at the beginning of the school year, mm -hmm. and it fell through. Okay. It fell through. Um, and and uh, I went back into sales. Um, you know, my husband and I, we had long distance marriage in the beginning. And, um, you know, once he was finished, I moved to Harrisburg. And so I, when Charlie turned nine months, I went back into sales. And again, I kept finding myself saying, you know, this is not what I want to do. Like, right, this, right. Is, this is not it. And I, I just had it in the back of my mind. So, you know, anytime I got downtime at my desk, you know, I just started working on a business plan. Mm. I started working on a business plan. I still uh, kept that dream alive, even though it was hard because I kind of felt like I failed already. Mm, okay. uh, because the, the, the first center um, did not go through. So, um, but, but I, I kept testing it and, and then I ended up getting another sales job. <laughs> Two months later, I it was a sales manager job. So I'm like, oh, this is a higher opportunity. You know, I get to now lead a, a sales team. Here I was. I got fired from one sales job. But now I'm getting the opportunity to move forward in sales. You want to know what happened? What happened? A month later, I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> we, laugh we, we laugh now. We laugh now. We laugh now because, listen, when I tell you, I was in tears. I, I called management. I kept, you know, I asked them, I'm like, I don't understand. At this, when I was a sales manager, I was meeting my sales numbers. Um, I was actually at a hundred and like 20%. And I'm like, why? Right. Why? Like what, you know, what, what happened? I'm not understanding. You know, I was doing everything that you guys asked and, you know, I was really tearful for about two days. And then I said, you know what? It's not meant, it was not meant to be. 
Mm. It was not meant to be. Like, I am supposed to be doing something else because there was no reason. Like, it was no reason for them to uh, let me go. And that's when I made another pivot. And I, um, I, I had Charlie. He was about maybe a year and a couple of months at this point. Mm-hmm. Malika, when my husband would get up for work, I would be right up with him. I would pack breakfast, lunch, and toys. And I would have him a reserve a room in the library for me at Penn State Harrisburg. And Charlie and I would be in that room from the time my husband stepped foot <laughs> at work to the end of the day. And sometimes he would go on home and I still would be like, well, can you take Charlie? I'm still working on stuff. And I developed um, my, my business plan some more. I was working um, with a, um, what do you call it? A commercial real estate person. I was, you know, cranking out handbooks. I was, you know, benchmarking off of other centers. I said, I am going to go full-fledged in this time, apply for a business loan. I had to fight tooth and nail for a couple of thousand dollars that I wouldn't even wink at, you know. Right. But I had to really fight for that because I was a startup. So, of course, I was, like, really trying to sell them on the idea that this is a need. Quality care is a need in Harrisburg. So, um I I just went for it with everything that I had. And when I tell you, like, Charlie was with me every step of the way. I had that little boy, you know, with me at every uh, showing of sites. Right, right. You know, everything that I had, Charlie was by me. And I was determined to um, start this learning facility. And here we are, five years later. Five years later. later. So... That was um, that. That was definitely another um, pivotal moment for me. Five years later, but before yes. before the success. And so I want to say, because for some of you who don't know uh, Kindness Count, you're not familiar with Kindness Counts um, Learning Center. It is successful. Okay, we'll let we'll let Denise talk a little bit more about that that part. But it is successful. Um, it, it comes with his bumps, right? With any entrepreneur, any business, it comes with, you know, some bumps in the road. But I heard you say something that I think it's important for our pivot family to hear is that sometimes you're going to, um, get fired (laughs) or sometimes something you're going to be doing may fail, right? Whatever that word is, it may not, um, happen the way you expected it, or you may not experience this level of success that you had envisioned in your mind. And I think that goes back to purpose. It goes back to what you're, what, what it is you're innately born, you know, what you're born to do. Right. And a lot of times when we're in college, I know the same thing. I remember thinking to myself when I was younger, when I when I grow up, when I grow up, quote, air quote, I'm going to wear heels to work. <laughs> I'm going to have on suits, right? I'm going to have my hair done every day and I'm going to be this businesswoman, right? And, and, and to this day, okay, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Ain't nobody putting heels on, right? <laughs> we might right. have on sweats, right? Because <laughs> um, can't nobody see nothing but what's going on up here, right? In my shirt. So things change. And as you, it's kind of like God takes a mix of what your desire to do, 
what he's purposed, you know, what he has for you to do, um, your skills, your talents, your ability, and mixes that all up and begins to make things a lot clearer for you as to what it is you're, you, you will be doing to make an impact, right? And so I love that you said that. You were transparent, like, look, I got fired. <laughs> then I did this yeah. and I got fired. Um, <laughs> but you said, but you kept the dream alive in that downtime, you went and you worked. You worked on a plan. You were developing, yeah. you were looking at benchmarks. I mean, there's a there's something in that 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 when you when you do get that time that you work and put your plan together, because when the door opens, you want to have something stepping in. You want to yeah. you want to be able to walk through with. So when the door opens for you, you want to have the the you want to get what you need. And when that door opens, you want to have that plan ready to go. And that's yeah. that's exciting. So I love the determination. I love what you're doing. And I love that you see, okay, you're in the Harrisburg area and you want to make an impact on the, the, the children, the parents, the adults, whomever in Harrisburg. And yeah. it's, it sounds like, Denise, that you're doing something that's bigger than you. Yeah. <laughs> right. So tell us where kindness counts. Can you tell us where it's where you're headed? Can you tell us some thoughts and some things that some things that you have in mind for the future? Yes. So, um, you know, I, I have to kind of talk about the pandemic a little bit. Absolutely. When, uh, for the um, future, because I feel like we're hitting another uh, pivot point. Right. So. Um, with the pandemic, um, one of the things that I have learned is that I need everything that I do as far as paperwork and registration process and a lot of things that we do. Um, I'm, I'm definitely ready to um, pivot those things to a digital space. As far as like our registration, it can all be done digitally. Um, paperwork, even staff training. Um, could be done digitally. Mm -hmm. um, you know, even uh, this was our, our first time doing our um, student assessments. We do quarterly assessments on our uh, scholars, and we even have decided to move that to a digital platform. Okay. Um, that way, you know, we don't have to worry about when we got children and parents all in the building at one time and, you know, parents and teachers are talking, the children were kind of doing their own thing. And it's like, okay, we need to figure out how to do this so we can uh, bring some more order to it. So we're like, aha, take it digitally. So, you know, we'll have our parent teacher conferences via zoom. Um, but the, the big pivot that's happening now is, um, I um, was reached out to by a board member of Commonwealth Connection Academy um, or Charter Academy, which is um, all over the state of Pennsylvania, and they are growing um, very fast. And they're uh, expecting exponential growth because of this um, pandemic this as is well. A, this is a charter charter school. Yes, it's okay. an online uh, charter academy. Okay. 
Yes. So um, they reached out to us and they would like to partner with um, a training center. Wow. um, And we would basically be a hub um, and Kindness Counts would uh, staff educational coaches for uh, the parents. So the idea is um, there are some parents because I am in the uh, school district of Harrisburg. Okay. um, School district is is struggling. Okay. um, you know, you have parents that do, don't quite want their um, children in the school district, but and they would love to do something like an online charter school, but they don't have the time to uh, dedicate to it. Like, you know, a lot of parents that didn't even sign up for this now, they know what I'm saying, you know, where you're trying to uh, be on different meetings and conduct your, your work through home, but right. trying to keep up with your child's homework and making sure they're logged in with their teachers and all those things. Well, us as educational coaches, we would be able to provide that service. Wow. So the students are getting all of their learning online um, through CCA's uh, platform, but we'll be able to be uh, the facilitator or the the educational coach, if you will, to make sure that the child is on track for what they're doing. So, oh my gosh, I, very exciting! This <laughs> is mind blowing. Yes. <laughs> What's more mind blowing about it and exciting is that this is something that could, you know, potentially be modeled throughout the state. Absolutely, um, the country. Yes. <laughs> so there. <laughs> There's opportunity for not only growth in this area, but, you know, as a visionary, I'm like, okay, all right, this is, this is big picture right here. You know, um, we, we can model this uh, several, several different uh, times in, in several different uh, counties and things like that. So I'm excited. I'm excited I'm so for excited. you. <laughs> this, this, this is big. And so uh, we're actually having our um, first informational session this Tuesday. And then I have another one on Thursday. So, you know, we're just building the base for this um, right now. Um, that's all I'm going to release because things are still, you know, it's still working out. But that is the idea. That is the direction in which um, we're headed towards. Wow, Denise, that is fantastic. And this is, you know, I'm talking to women. I I had the pleasure of, I have this article in Forbes magazine, it was Forbes.com. And it it talks to women who are pivoting their businesses, who have really had to turn it like just a quick change, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't, you know, we've we've talked about. I think it was Steve, Pastor Steve Furtick of Elevation uh, Church, who talked about this idea of um, pivot. You know, when we talk about the basketball term of pivoting, it's not a big move. It's a it's really a small move. It's something that you do, and it changes everything. Right. And and a lot of businesses, a lot of uh, the women in the articles, and now you're saying the same thing, have really had to do that one small thing, and that is online, <laughs> digital, mm-hmm. you know, and not only that, but be open to going digital, right? There has to be, because sometimes for some women, there's that, well, some businesses, period, there's that fear of the unknown, 
right? Mm-hmm. Or I feel like I'm going to lose my customers. I'm going to lose my um, my base. You know, I really, I'm not sure. Will people go online? You've got to think about your audience. But the bottom line is, if you are producing a quality product, people will follow you wherever you go, <laughs> right? Yeah. If yeah. you are... Um, if you are producing, I want to say that again, actually, if you're producing a quality product, people will follow you. Um, and that whether that's a business, whatever your product is, people will go with you. Um, and so I want to say congratulations to you. I think that's fantastic. Um, and so you are partnering with Commonwealth Charter Academy, correct? Yeah. Online chart. It's an online charter school. And, you know, Parents who like, listen, I got to go back to work. I can't, mm-hmm. but I, but I want a, a different quality of education for my student. And so here it is in the hair in the Harrisburg district. Here is this location where I can, they'll be able to drop their student off to you mm-hmm. and you will have um, student educational staff, educational coaches mm-hmm. who will be there. And here is the education and this expands your business. And not only that, you didn't call your business a daycare, but you had a bigger vision anyway. And this is just, the vision was big anyway. So it's like, might as well add to it. That's right. <laughs> so That's it's right. a learning center. Yes. Wow. That, that is, and that, that I think is something um, that I really, you know, as we continue on, um, in these conversations on pivot, a lot of what's happening is businesses, a lot of the women that I've read about, they are moving online, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you just have to believe in what you're doing, provide people an easy way to, to uh, have act, gain access, and people will follow what you're doing. And I would imagine that folks are going to start signing up. <laughs> yes. Yes. As they already have for these um, informational sessions. And the beauty of it is is that they have access to the full scope of um, Commonwealth Charter Academy. They, I mean, there's, they plan over 500 field trips a year. They have learning solutions. Um, You know, they have a huge family um, service department that just is specifically dedicated um, to family engagements and supporting families. So, um, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> so excited. So you're mm-hmm. a black woman who owns your own. You, yes, you made yourself a promise. I was not going to work for anyone else and you're doing it. Um, you didn't start out with a silver spoon in your mouth right? You had to work hard. So now I want to transition just a little bit into this conversation about, um, I really feel this pressing on my heart that I want to continue through Pivot through the podcast and through some more discussions. And I'll talk to you about that later. (laughs) But um, having those discussions with our community, I feel like it's important for the Black and Brown community to really stay up with the times and that that we're in. A lot of times when there's a sudden change, um, we see folks in our community who struggle, right, to make that, to, to pivot quickly, like, okay, um, this service was cut off, so now what do I do, 
right? Do I do I cry myself to sleep every night or do I cry myself to sleep a few nights and then dig deep and figure out what's in me? Do mm-hmm. um do I step out a little bit and partner with someone? Um and in just even have even having those conversations with our community about listen, you're um you draw really well. Let's figure out how we can do this or you you have an eye for decorating. Right. So let's figure out what we can do with that and monetize that so that we're you know what I'm saying? There's so much. So I want you just provide us some if you can think, you know, what are about two or three strategies Two of the least like strategies that you would really want to press upon our black and brown community um, so that we are not caught off guard by something like a pandemic or a sudden change that's out of our, the change is out of our control, but my response Mm -hmm. is in my control. Right. Um, uh, So I have three things in mind. So first being is, um, and you hear this so much, it sounds cliche, but you have to have a written vision. Um, You cannot just go off the fly. And I say that as someone um, that has a business now, I know that the success that I've had is because I had a written plan in place. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a visionary. I have vision to do lots of things. And let me tell you, um, those things, a lot of things, I could be doing some other things. I have not got moving on it mm-hmm. because I don't, I didn't write it clearly. Okay. Um, but kindness counts as existing today and it's flourishing because there was a clear set vision. So I encourage um, anyone um, that's out there that's, you know, wanting to get started, um, is in the process of, of, of getting started to write the vision and make it plain. Um, this not only helps you for a guide, but also when you're applying for funding and different things like that, people want to know what is your mission? What is your value? Um, they they, they want to know. And you want to be able to articulate it. So write the vision, make it plain. Um, my second word of advice is um, get connected. There are so many groups on um, the social media platforms, one mm-hmm. being Facebook. And um, I am, I'm grateful for this pandemic. I told you that. Right. I am so <laughs> Because I had the time to really get connected um, to other child care providers and what's going on in child care. Mm-hmm. So get connected. Like one thing in child care, you know, there's NACES. Um, we have a local association um, in Pennsylvania for ch- local uh, PA child care association. I got connected with them. I connected on Facebook with PA um, child care providers. And so, you know, you want to get connected with like-minded individuals. There's all kinds of groups out there. And that's where I found resources and also shared resources with others. Okay. Uh, You know, it's from funding to, um, you know, uh, curriculum and policies and um, sharing um, updates on regulations like that, that face group, uh, group that I joined. I'm so grateful for it. And I'm going to stay connected because there was some um, vital information. Like I also, um, was looking into opening a, um, a black owned 
beauty supply store. That's something down the line. I'm, you know, narrowing in my focus right now, but I got, there's a group that you can connect with on there of um, black owned beauty supply owners. And, you know, they share valuable information from um, vendors to, you know, you know, products and, and different things like that. So, you know, there's a group out there yes. for, for anyone looking, whether you're going for your doctorate or opening a business in your specific field, there is a group of like-minded people that you can connect with and network. Absolutely. Um, I encourage people to do that. And then the third thing is, get you a mentor, get you a mentor that's in the field. Um, You'd be surprised. You would be surprised how many people that are out there um, that are doing things that you want to do and don't mind sharing information. Mm. You would be surprised. Free information at that. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, I, I have a couple, um, and most recently during this pandemic, I really um, connected with one in particular um, that's in my field and actually in my area. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, get you a mentor. So three things, write, write the vision, make it plain, network um, with with uh, people in your industry and also um, have a mentor. I love that. This is, I want to give you, you said something now, you know, that first one hit me right there, right? (laughs) And so a wonderful prophet spoke that thing to life and it said, write the vision and engrave it plainly on tablets or on paper, like you said, so Mm -hmm. that the one who reads it will run. And I love that. And, And it's really important whether it's you reading it right reading what you wrote because it 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 really creates movement yeah you know to bring it to life and so that that is absolutely um important getting connected and and having a mentor one of the things that i uh we talked a little bit i talked about in the last episode was that we have become experts. I think our community, and I, I, I can, I'm only speaking to the black and brown community. So I, mm-hmm. what, what I say is that I, I've observed and I find that we are experts at commenting on content, right? We, we, we comment a lot, right? But I really want to challenge us to be more creative, right? with content, you know, so you, you get up and people get up in the morning, you talk to folks on the phone and they have so much encouragement. Put that out there in the atmosphere, download an app, write your thought down and then put it on your page and put your name at the bottom. That's how, I mean, today in today's society, NBC, ABC news shows, morning shows, they are surfing the web. They are looking for what's out there. They are keying in on words and, you know, saying um, kindness. They find kindness counts. Okay, wait a second. Next thing you know, they're doing an issue on or they're doing a story on education and they call you because of what you're doing. And I think so many of our folks out there, I really want to encourage our black and brown community to create, create content, create, 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 because um, we have so much talent on the inside. We have so much you know, that we've been through so much and can share so much out there in the atmosphere. And, and we just, we don't. So I, I I love what you're saying. I love those three strategies. 
we're going to be we're going to continue to have these kinds of conversations because I think it's really important that we educate. I have some family members. I was thinking um, even of having a, a um, Zoom call with my family members and sharing just some basic things based on where they are. Hey, mm-hmm. let's let's try these three things. Like you said, let's write down a vision statement, you know, and put it on your refrigerator. That's basic, but it's huge. Like it's basic, but it's big. It it it, it will change every time you walk past to see your mission or to see what you want to be or you want to do. So these are the kinds of things we want to do. I want um I want everyone to hear your story. I want everyone to hear this episode. So we're definitely going to be pushing and getting it out there as much as possible. But I, I want to thank you for those strategies. I think it's really important. As you said, write the vision, get connected, network and mentor. Um, what What is one thing that you would say to folks as far as challenges? So you, 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 you start a business, you may experience challenges. Maybe they're not starting a business, but they're just thinking about um, the whole pivot kind of, kind of change in direction. Um what are what would you say to folks who are experiencing some challenges? So um, I would say so we um, I, I won't say just in the black black community, but we tend to share pe- people like myself our successes. Um, but let me tell you, I cry, I scream, I <laughs> you know I panic. Mm. Um, I do all of those things like you will have challenging times and it will feel like the end. Mm -hmm. It will feel like I can't go on. I did the wrong thing. There's no way. There's no way. Um, And the one thing that I would have to uh, share to that is persevere. Mm -hmm. Keep going keep going. If, if I could share, um, Dr. Turner, I had, um, a point I was, um, I was two points actually, but, um, the most recent I was carrying Christopher, my youngest, who's about to be one. And I went through a staff, um, change that mm-hmm. I thought was going to rock my boat and it did rock my boat, but it didn't sink the boat. Right. And um, I had parents and staff getting in cahoots and, you know, saying awful things uh, about me and threats. I don't threats and things like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, it was discouraging. And I was pregnant. <laughs> I mentioned I was pregnant. You were pregnant. And, uh, <laughs> yes. And so it, 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 it got to me. But I persevered. I didn't care if it was me, my husband, and my A1 day one, Miss Constance. Like, I didn't care if it was just me in that center. I was not going to let the vision die because God gave it to me. Mm. And I know what he said. And, you know, and so I stuck on that promise. Thank God I had the husband that I do that uplifted me, prayed with me every day, strengthened, encouraged me with words, even in the midst of turmoil. He helped me to see the light um, when it just seemed like darkness was ahead of me. So um, persevere. Don't stop. Keep going. It sounds so cliche, but it's true. Like, don't stop. Don't take no for an answer. Um, Delay is not denial. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. 
I love it. I love it. No, I love it. Because we need to hear it. Um, there's nothing. It Don't stop. I wrote it down. Don't let the vision die. And, mm-hmm. and if you have a vision, and, and so here, here uh, Denise Taylor is telling you, don't let the vision die. She's saying, write down the vision. So if you write down the vision and an obstacle comes your way, why let the vision go? What was the whole point, right, of writing it down? Writing it down is your first step. And so, oh, this is great. This is great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Pivot family, I want to just share with you um, that Kindness Counts Learning Center is is expanding. If you're in a Harrisburg area or nearby or moving to Harrisburg area and you need a facility. Now, Denise, where can, do you have a website or can we, are you on yeah, Facebook? So it is www.kindnesscountslearningcenter.com. Um, we have online registration. Um and you can find out more about us uh, through that website. You can contact us on the website. You can also email admin at Kindness Counseling Center and someone will get to you promptly. So excellent. Yeah. We have a Facebook page as well. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us on Pivot. Thank you for having me. <laughs> this is great. This is a great conversation. <laughs> Um, I just want to thank everyone, and I want to remind you to check out again. Go to www.letstalkpivot.com for episodes that um, you know that we've already. Uh, we've had some really great episodes prior to this one, and this definitely is one of those episodes that is going to take um, that we want to travel across the seas, right? Because it's just such good, rich information. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Once again, share it. Um, Check us out on Instagram. And I want you to just have a fantastic Wednesday. And remember this one thing, don't let the vision die. Write it down, get connected, and get a mentor. These are the things that are going to help you as you begin to think about the pivot that you want to take in your life. So thank you so much, everyone, and happy Wednesday.